0: When it's March 17th and you add an O apostrophe to your last name and you throw a kick in St. Patrick's Day party because 23andMe told you you're 157th Irish, oh, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome back to another edition of Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. He's Coach Randy. I'm Adam D. And we're back with another installation of celebrating suburban dad life. Randy, if you can keep it together, we got ourselves a show to do. You're a genius, man. I love you, Adam D. Uh, yes, happy happy
1: St. Daddy's Day. Happy St. Uh, Daddy's
0: Day. What a, what a great great thing to always that's celebrate,
1: that's right. right? That would make me a Randy O'Nathan.
0: Yeah, one well, of your Randy McNathan, <laughs> which, by the
1: way, is probably uh-huh. the best sandwich you can the, get. The Randy McNathan? At Mickey D's. I would think so. A McNathan. Yeah. Does fries come with that?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> if you supersize it. Supersize it. You size know what's really funny? I know we got to get into some, some, some business. I love you. But <laughs> the feeling is mutual. When I was younger, there was this bar in uh-huh, West Orange yeah. called Fess's Tory Tavern. Don't know if it's still there. Yeah. And leading up to St. Patrick's Day, people would write their names on a board okay. with Irish flourishes. Okay. So I would be Adam O'Shandler, you would might be Randy McNathan. Mm-hmm. And with some of these names, you know, it kind of made sense. Uh-huh. Right? Adam O'Shandler, that that could pass. That could Randy pass. McNathan could probably pass. Could, certainly. When you started seeing like Jacob O'Weinstein, <laughs> a few eyebrows. <laughs> We're raised, but it was one a team. it was a great gimmick. It got people into the bar, and everybody felt like they were a part of St. Patrick's. and And we'll talk about our guest,
1: which is he, he's he's all Irish. He's age. 100% Irish. Way back, I mean, way back, the land. It's amazing. Uh, Patrick, let me just take care of some business first. How does that? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, business first. Want to recognize our sponsors? Hey, folks out there listening, let's get on the ball. Our sponsors are important people. Berman Branding. Uh, actually, we saw, we saw Becky last night. Yeah, She um, did our logo, by the she way. She did our logo. Fantastic. She's, uh, she offers a lot of consulting services. Did you know that? I uh, did. That if you're looking for some kind of logo, some kind of uh, um, graphic design, whether a small tweak or just a complete overhaul, mm-hmm. uh, she has you uh, covered. She's the founding member of Berman Branding at com. And then, of course, our second sponsor, uh, Di- Dr. Michael Warwick, mm-hmm. uh, quick shout-out. He has this great uh, new uh, index called the YSC Index that helps uh, sports travel clubs uh, talk about engaging high-performance youth experiences that help give you analyticals. And his uh, website is www.yscindex.com. Something that if you're looking out there with the club, looking to get better, and I think we might have a third one, we'll Ooh. know next week. All right. Another third sponsor. Bated breath. Bated, Bated, breath. Bated breath. This
0: is great. We're, we're growing. We're building. We're doing something fun, and, and please come aboard if you have a business that you want to promote. Of course, you can find us on social media. Instagram is at badtothedad. Facebook, it's forward slash badtothedad. And, of course, our website, where you can see pretty much everything about the show. Pictures, behind the scenes, information about upcoming guests. That's www.badtothedad.com.
1: Yes, we had a whole section called Shenanigans.
0: Ah, Shenanigans, which is ideal for a St. Patrick's which Day Which is so.
1: ideal for yeah. today, I just learned. So, uh, they'll see some pictures. I always post some pictures. Yeah. Uh, both on our Facebook page as well as on our Instagram and, uh, and our website. So, uh... Interact with us. There's a comment section on the website. Absolutely. Please, please, please give us some comments. We'll read them on, uh... On the show, we do know that, uh, I didn't realize this, I'm learning because I'm learning about podcasts, that you can uh, rate podcasts ah. and through iTunes, you can offer stars. We care what you think. And we have one five-star rating. I'm slow clapping. Right? So one. Uh, live Dad. Live Dad. Thank you, Live Dad. Live Dad. Don't know who Live Dad is? Live Dad and Prosper. Now, it could be Live Dad without the E, but I think it's Live Dad. Yeah. Uh, And Five Star, Contagious. Can't wait to hear the next one. Thanks for taking taking the time. Thanks for taking the time. So, for those of you out there, uh, rate us on iTunes. Mm -hmm. I believe you can probably rate on the Apple uh, Podcast as well as Spotify and Google Play, but we get uh, some knocks. Mm hmm So, please, uh, and again, send us messages, send comments on our website. We want to hear from you. Yeah. So, Randy, uh, we've got a, a lot
0: to do on this show today. Our guest is going to be Pat O'Hara. Now, very few people have families that go as far back as Pat's in their town.
1: And I understand his family's been around for, like, generations and oh, generations. Yeah. Almost like nine generations.
0: And how they sort of came to be, how mm-hmm. they came into power in a, in a good way is incredible when you think about how immigrants were treated and how hard people had to work mm-hmm. in order to establish themselves just for the sake of their families. Forget yeah. about being involved in, in government and civic life mm-hmm. and, and business mm-hmm. and all that. So he's he's going to get into that. And, of course, there was a big story that I think hits very close to home, Randy, which we should talk about. Now, for those of you who don't know, Coach Randy is a life coach for teens, and I think by default, Randy, you are probably also a coach for parents.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, started, starting to roll his hands together oh. and, uh,
0: and and making evil laughs. And as you know, this week a big story broke about the bribery scandals with the big universities uh, and the wealthy. And That's a amazing. couple of those wealthy happened to be famous uh, actors and actresses.
1: Yeah, actors and. And families, just it's it's really it's not surprising. Mm-hmm. You know, you're fascinated, but it is a phenomenal story in terms of money and privilege.
0: And I have to believe that this has been going on for some time.
1: I think and it's like ten years. Yeah,
0: yeah, ten years. But um, we're just hearing about it now because you and know, it was when, a folk. Bo- when both the famous yep. and the fortunate, yes, uh, screw up the system. You're going to hear about it.
1: <laughs> you know, I I can't fathom. You know, getting that call from you know as the FBI I say. I, I think we got something going on here. Now, uh, I went to University of Southern California in grad school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and look so, at you. You know, I'm a I'm a Trojan. You know, as a grad student, mm-hmm. I'm a Buffalo. You know, University of Colorado in by heart. In yeah. my heart. Uh, but USC's been uh, surrounded by quite a bit of scandal lately, yeah. uh, and this is not so good. And now you've got UCLA, mm-hmm. the soccer coach. Uh, it is. Uh, and on one hand, what's really funny is they're trying to sway it, reframe saying that, see, these schools are so good that people are paying whatever they can to get their kids into college. That,
0: that's a marvelous point, Randy. So mm-hmm. it's the big, prestigious universities, mm-hmm. right? Nobody is doing this, and this is, believe me, no disparagement of, mm-hmm. uh, like, my school, Hofstra, <laughs> which which I loved. And my, was, Mama Phil,
1: come on, I, I got you.
0: Four, <laughs> four, four of the best years of my life, yes. but nobody's paying $500,000 to get into Hofstra, which, by the way, is an amazing education.
1: And we're very proud of your education. Yes,
0: or... Um, uh, Muhlenberg happens to be a very popular school yep. for kids in our area. Or Nobody's Rutgers. Really, yeah, or Rutgers. Yeah. You don't see, you know, million-dollar checks being written to get my kid a fake scholarship on yeah. the rowing team uh-huh. because their grades aren't so good. Here's another Here's another thing that flips me out. It's, uh, it's I want to get my kid into school, right? So I'm going to do it with money. Yeah. His grades aren't so good. So could you make him a, f- a fake athlete? Right. That, As this, if to say, you know, the athletes... You know,
1: the standards are a little lower, right. which they probably are. Well, the thing is, the sports that they chose, mm-hmm. I mean, all honesty, yeah. crew. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, here, and my guess is that no one really ever thinks of crew. But I that's mean, often a sport that you see you at a see large, prestigious a large, university you know, near a body of water. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, crew's big over across the pond in London. Crew's huge, you huge. know. And at the Ivies, it's big. Absolutely. But the truth is, some of these other schools, like... Who ever thought about crew? There are parents out there now going, you know what? My kid can get a scholarship in crew. Forget about baseball. Forget about football and basketball. We're putting you in crew. No, <laughs> but you're not actually
0: rowing. Yes. It's hold a spot for right. my kid because I'm writing a big it's, check. This is it's
1: outrageous. It is, this it, is outrageous. It's a crazy thing. It's the crazy... I'll use the word. It's the crazy shit parents do. Okay. Right? It's the crazy shit parents do for so many crazy reasons. Uh, another one, another parent... Imagine this, right? Having a conversation with a college advisor. Say, listen, we got a chance to get you into a uh, UCLA. Grades aren't quite there. We'll have someone else take your SAT. Uh, but in order to do it, your kid has to be a soccer player. Hmm. And I, Ugh. Well, my kid never played. Fo- never played soccer. Yeah. So they go, don't worry. We've got a lot of stock footage of kids playing soccer. <laughs> we'll just take a picture <laughs> of your kid. And, and Photoshop that, that in, <laughs> boom, money,
0: soccer player. <laughs> but it just goes to show you, right? It's I want my kid to go to a prestigious university that I know, yes, and he knows or she knows that they are not qualified to get into. So I am going to create a very challenging academic experience uh-huh. for my own well, kid, yes, just so they can have that name well, university. But then pres-
1: again, what well, they don't realize. Mm-hmm. If this is all seriousness, if their kid literally isn't capable of being in that kind of academic environment, yep. they aren't going to succeed in that environment. It's 101, it's, right? It's, it's one hundred and one. No pun intended, but it's 101. No, oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, I've had, you know, I've done, I've worked this, you mentioned it, uh, the work I've done, and this goes out to parents. I mean, I'll admit, I'm a crazy parent. I think we all are because of the ways in which our kids are raised. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no guidebook, there's no user's guide, Uh and, And you you talk about how you you get your kids in in parenting. So I was working with a parent whose kid uh, was not so motivated to do college applications, right? And needed to get them done by a certain date. Mm -hmm. And the parent was freaked out that this kid was not going to do their applications. And so we're sitting there, and I remember uh, I was talking to her before uh, her son came in in terms of the coaching. And she kind of sat down and kind of plops in like this. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. I'm like... What's wrong? Have you decided just, just to
0: paint the visual, <laughs> Randy actually stood up and heaved himself back down <laughs> on the couch.
1: Exasperated. Because you have to see. And I'm like, what's wrong? She goes, ah. I was up all night to like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, but I got him done. And I'm like, who got him done? What did you, what'd you get done? She goes, yeah, I finished the college applications. I said, what are you talking about? Yeah, I finished all his college applications. They're all good. He's, they're in. And I went to her. And I said, wait, you were up until 4 o'clock in the morning doing your son's college applications? <laughs> says, yeah, well, I didn't want him to miss out on, like, you know, applying. Yeah. Now, I had a few choice words, but listen, that's what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, you know, eight months down the road. What do you think happened when that kid came and was in college?
0: I'm going to guess, and I think that this is very, very common, and that's why there's so many mm-hmm.
1: stories about kids transferring. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a good fit. Nope. Couldn't keep up academically. Nope. nope. D's and F's, and of course, mm-hmm. the parents were so surpri- surprised to find out. Yep that the kid just wasn't engaged and wasn't doing well in school. So not only did they do all these applications, not only did they spend all this money in tuition and driving across to the school, right? they lost it, and the kid still had to come home to figure out what it was he had to do. Mm -hmm. Find himself, right? find himself. Yes, Uh, because his mom couldn't find it for him.
0: (laughs) Which just goes back to the the age-old question, what is the best college in America?
1: Well, and that's even more remarkable... How many colleges do you think there are in this country?
0: I think that there's probably Well, we know we know in D1 there's like something like two hundred, right? Keep going. Um, so that's just D one. Oh, I don't know, there's gotta be like a thousand schools. Keep going. Two thousand schools? Keep going. Yeah. Are there are we getting into the tens of thousands? Not quite that high. Yeah? Not quite that high. Is there eighty, five hundred schools?
1: Uh, actually, if you look here.
0: 5,300 colleges. Give or take. I should know this because my mom was a a career (laughs) planning
1: uh, college development counselor at at our high school. Right. So everything from trade schools. Oh, okay. You're you're those. Remember, this is everything from trade schools. These are uh, technical schools. Culinary colleges. Culinary colleges. Two-year colleges, county colleges, junior colleges. And it's important to understand this perspective. Mm -hmm. 5,300 or so. Five thousand three hundred colleges, universities across this country. That's mm-hmm. just that's the United States, mm-hmm. right? So that means we have fifty states in this country. Each state has, on average, how many colleges, university? Oh, now, now there's math involved. Well, a hundred, right? <laughs> I'm
2: kidding,
0: yeah. right? No, right?
1: Yeah. So in every state, and listen, some are bigger than others. So you ask me, what is the best college in the country? Which, which, what's the best one? The best college, Randy, is the college that's right for you. Dude, it up high, boom. Spoken like a true bad to the dead. Mm-hmm. Uh... In Mullingar that night I rested limbs so weary Started by
2: daylight, me spirits bright And there he took a drop of the pure Keep me heart from sinking. that's the paddy's cure Whenever he's on for drinking Just see the lassie smile, laughing all the while At me curious style was set your heart to bubbling, and asked if I was hard Wages I required till I was nearly tired Of the rocky road to Dublin One, two, three, four, five Hut the hair and turn her down the rocky road All the way to Dublin, whack for Lully
0: Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We are super excited about our guest today. He is Pat O'Hara. Pat O'Hara. Pat's family has been involved in some of the most storied St. Patrick's Day parades in northern New Jersey, so we're, we're really looking forward to learn a lot about that. So first of all, Pat, welcome. Welcome. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Yeah, We are excited to have you, and i got to get this out of the way first. He's an Irish-American... Who does not drink. So I don't want our listeners to think that this is an inauthentic or unauthentic <laughs> guest just because he's an Irishman that doesn't drink. He's
1: legit, though. He's got plenty of Irish in him, but the drinking thing, you know, we we well, just put that on the shelf. Just go to our website, right? Go to our, you know, shenanigans page. Yes. we're gonna Oh, shenanigans! Some... Yep. <laughs> That's an Irish word.
3: <laughs> shenanigans and hoodlums. There you go.
1: Soon. We'll stay off the hoodlums. We'll stay on shenanigans, right? <laughs> Another yeah. malarkey. Yes, and so we'll post some pictures, and uh, he's in his bright green shirt. we got flags. Uh, Pat gave us some goodies. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, we're very proud to be spelling, selling, celebrating St. Paddy's Day, but we're calling it St. Daddy's Day. Yeah, Excellent.
0: and since the podcast is up all week, we'll call it St.
1: Daddy's Week. St. Daddy's Week yes. here, and you're going to help start us off.
3: Sure. Well, gentlemen, thank you for having me, and to go into the, uh, the St. Patrick's Day Parade theme <clears throat> and with the Day of Celebration... Uh, our listeners over in Ireland who are listening will reference this day as Amateur Day. <laughs> as amateur, day? amateur Day, probably, yeah,
0: <laughs> probably less for. I know it's probably referencing all the all the drinking that goes on, Correct, but probably right. less less for your performance and, and more for us. So I would say that you're definitely
1: within amateur yeah. status yes. with us. So we don't take that personally because we're okay. It's a badge of honor. We we embrace our amateur status because yeah. we're also dads. Yes, and dads are literally amateurs, where moms we know are clearly. Oh.
3: High-end high professionals. The high-end professionals. Of the proposed. highest
0: order. Yes. Yes. And, so. and, and us
3: professionals, we hung up our drinking days mm-hmm. to become back to the amateurs days because we turned into amateurs. You know, so... <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> a quick, swift explanation yeah. that I think
1: everybody can buy. Well, see, I was I was thinking about getting some Guinness. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I know you love Guinness. Love it. Um. Drink like a brewer. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Guinness, but I was going to take one for the team today. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But then we don't Very have to you. because I'm just glad because... Guinness is like a kind of a thick stout that I have a hard time understanding, which is very Irish. Yeah, and everyone says, oh, it's like drinking a meal.
0: It's really not like drinking a meal because it has less calories than
3: most full body beers. If you were to truly uh, you know, be in Ireland, they would tell you it's for medicinal purposes. So this morning on CBS, they mm. actually had a little bit about that, and they are tracking back today, as we speak, the bacteria that fights... Uh, that cannot be rid off with any of our new medicines, uh-huh. is actually being cured and killed by the ground in Ireland mm-hmm. that they found from a church that was from the 1500s. So now they're moving on to people. They've already tested it in animals. Really? Now they're moving on to the testing people, but the villagers there use it from anything from a headache to a mouthache mm-hmm. to healing their things, and they rub some dirt uh, on here. It, so it also heals sobriety very well. well. And who
1: knew? You have such enlightenment about medicinal. This is science, Randy, is science. and
3: is... you cannot, you cannot deny the, science. Yes, this absolutely. is how the Irish get away with drinking so much. It's, ah, it's for
1: medicinal purposes. See, that's, that's what I figured. Guinness is, RX. It's yes. Guinness RX. <laughs> Pat, let's
0: let's go uh, back to the parades because yes. I know we were sort of talking offline about like how the parade in Newark, in particular, started. By the way, Newark, New Jersey, is like the third oldest city yes, really? in America. So we're you know we're giving you some history here. We're giving you some culture. And, you know, the fact that your family, I think, accidentally started, the, the parade is, is really something. I'd love to hear that story. Sure.
3: So this is the
1: parade in Newark. In
3: Newark. Newark. So this is okay. the first parade ever in New Jersey, right? And one of the oldest parades, you have the oldest parades being Savannah, Philadelphia, and New York. But local parades and in municipality parades, Newark is by far the oldest in the United States. Hmm.
1: Um, Wait, Savannah.
3: Savannah, Georgia has the oldest...
1: Savannah, Georgia. St.
3: Patrick's. St. Patrick's contingent out there. Really? It's about 280 years old. It's a couple years older than Philadelphia.
1: Is the Irish community
3: there
0: as strong as it was 280 years ago? It
3: may have, and it could be something to do with where people landed. And this kind of goes into a little bit of my thought too, because my grandfather had to come here in a not the most provincial way. And that being said, he landed in Newark, New Jersey, as he came through from Canada, sneaking his way in. Hmm. Um, And from there, he found a home, and that was through the PATH trains. And by then, he realized through his Irish brethren that there was a parade across the river and they were building this train to go there. That's why he thought that they were doing it. Mm-hmm. So everyone could celebrate the, the parade in Ireland.
1: Yeah. Right. So he's I'm from sorry. Canada.
3: No, 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 He had to sneak in from oh, Ireland. Oh, so
1: he came from Ireland, yeah. swam so, across that big ocean, and then. Uh, on a
3: boat into Canada. He was uh, laundered,
1: laundered through Canada. Through Canada to Canada, the United States. To get to the States. <laughs> to to the States. And, the States. and he, he walked? Was it by horseback?
3: Uh, through a boat to through the States. Boat. Wow. Came through Ellis Island. Um, by himself, was arrested because he came in illegally. Had the fine family members here who were in actually mm-hmm. West Orange and the yeah. house being right where the cross the street from the town hall where the parade steps off. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is the entrance to 280. Mm-hmm. The last street that's there, and I forget the name of it, is the first street in New Jersey, that the O'Hara and O'Kane family ever stayed. My aunt and my grandmother and my grandfather were sh- basically put in that house huh. from the um, uh, the Irish that were here, mm-hmm. and it was kind of an underground railroad, per se, mm-hmm. because if you did get through um, Ellis Island without getting caught, mm-hmm. you had somewhere to go.
1: And how, what, what year was that?
3: And that was in 1930. And how old was he? And he was born... So he was just about 30 years old. He was born in 1900.
1: Oh, wow. So he was... And so he was... He was an adult by that time. An adult, yeah. yeah. So
3: my grandmother then was pregnant with my father at the time and snuck here. So my father was born in Ireland, came in here in 1932. They came through, like I said, through Ellis Island, illegally to begin with. But then he had family here. They got him documented. He was able to start his family in West Orange, New Jersey. He started working in the tubes down in, in, in Norfolk, I was able to, uh, eventually buy a bar in, in Norfolk. Um, that was our, our first place. My uncle, who is one of the chief lobbyists, or was one of the chief lobbyists for Prudential, loved to tell all of his Republicans and swamp mates that his <laughs> grandfather's an illegal alien who snuck through the United States, had an illegal... Uh, Legal uh, speakeasy and raise the family on it. <laughs> it made the family a lot more interesting. Only in America. Yes. <laughs> yes. So this, a, we would carry the O'Hara family name with pride. So this parade was started um, in 1932 by my grandfather getting some of his best friends together, telling them to wear their best Sunday outfits. And they turned to him and said, Francis, it's a Tuesday. He said, wear your best Sunday outfit anyway. They showed up. They walked out the the door. They had their their Guinness or Pochin. Mm -hmm. They walked out the front door and made their way right down the street to town hall slash police headquarters. And that was the first start of the parade. And then thereafter, they started to uh, to build up. And then all of the New Jersey parades then followed. Mm -hmm. 1954 was the West Orange Parade. Mm -hmm. Um, Nutley. You have Morristown being a county parade. So all of them can be thankful for the reach, Mm -hmm. the little reach from Northern Ireland, of hmm. Frank. A little guy
1: from thirty years old comes yeah. across. His name is Frank. Frank, mm-hmm. yeah, Francis. Francis, yeah,
3: and uh, the Frank O'Hara Association. That is that is is, is named yeah. by yeah, after him. And actually, he was not the first president. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mulrooney um, Mulhern. I'm sorry, Peter Mul- Mulhern was the first president of the association. And my grandfather was, you know, one of the the. Dignitance in it, but he did not want to take on the first president role. <laughs> you never want to be the president of your own. No, 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 no. You <laughs> got to wait a year. You, gotta year. year. you yeah. got to yeah. give it a shot. Yeah. And but so somebody else it up.
1: So that they get together. They're, are they walking? Are they singing? Do they yeah, ba- so bang drums? drums? They wearing their their bagpipes or their you know?
3: So you know. when you were meant to go to mass as a as a an Irish Catholic uh, when you were younger, mm-hmm. you know you were filled with a lot of shame and guilt. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't wear your best Sunday suit. Cleaned, iron-pressed, tie, shoes buffed, uh, hat on. You know, you Mm -hmm. weren't um, necessarily giving your respect back to where you came from. Mm -hmm. Hence, he wanted them wearing their best gear. So, top hats, the best Sunday suit that they had, the best tie that they had, walking sticks that are called chillelis. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what you can think of, but more on the dignity side, and it always matched. It was more on a morning suit Mm -hmm. and your best suit. Mm-hmm. So from that side, it was more of a uniform. And hence, to huh. this today, we follow that same tradition in the, yeah. F- the Franco O'Hara Association in any parade that we march in, where the men wear blue blazers and khaki pants. The women wear Irish sweaters and kilts. And that's the, the uniform that was basically given off or handed off over the course of the years that we hmm. wear.
0: You know what I find fascinating is that, you know, given your, um, given Frank's, kind of early outlawship days, the St. Patrick's Day Parade, really in any city, is also an homage to law enforcement. It is probably the, the one day when law enforcement, I think other civil services...
1: But in particular, a oh, uh, lot, yeah, law and, I, and, I, and
0: I know historically, you know, especially in New York and probably in, in New Jersey too, you had a lot of Irishmen who were Police policemen. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you know you started out with yeah. the moonshining, the illegal bar, the <laughs> undocumentation, and St. Patrick's Day parades are are now kind of a celebration de facto yes. of of the law enforcement is
3: you know kind of an irony. Trolley, you know, bring it back to the, to the movie The Untouchables ah, where you had uh, yes. Kevin... Oh, no, um, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Right. Yes. And, yes. Elliot, uh, Ness, right? it's Elliot Ness, right? Yes. Elliot Ness. And Sean Connery. Sean Connery, he says it just like a Dago to show up to a gunfight with you. a knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, so with that being said, the police predominantly and they were there as servants because yeah. we were taught as children that you need to give back and one of our biggest thing was when Ireland was getting invaded... So a lot of people don't know this, but Mm -hmm. Ireland was probably won the first 100 wars, but also was predominantly the first 100 boxers of the uh, heavyweight boxers championship Mm -hmm. came Mm -hmm. out of Ireland as well. Mm -hmm. So not only did we learn how to fight and protect our land, but we learned how to fight our way out of our land. So with Mm -hmm. that being said, you... Um, gave back to the Catholic religion by hiding the priests to spread the word throughout. And that's where the Hibernians came mm, from. Mm-hmm. Because they would hide the priests from all of the invaders and then bring them back to the villages to be able to give their masses and stuff like that because that was the only faith or the only thing that the Irish people had to to, to look forward yeah. to. Was yes. faith. Wow. That was it.
1: And what was it like when they first came over, just like any other immigrant? Was there a lot of... Uh... A lot of,
3: a lot of... Need not apply. There yes. was a, a, mm-hmm. a picture in my family that was passed around from my grandfather and my grandmother with my father in a baby cart mm-hmm. with them getting their, you know, papers and finally coming in legally, and the sign just happened to be behind the snap picture where it said, Irish need not apply. Mm-hmm. So that picture was passed around my family from family to, family to family to family to realize where we came from, what we had, what we hold on to, and what we can give forward. Mm-hmm. And so, how
0: far America has come. Because <laughs> yeah, every ethnicity had their turn in the av- barrel. Everybody right? does, oh, this what?
1: way doesn't matter who you come in, when yeah. you're new... You're, that's it's almost like the initiation. It's like hazing. Yeah. It's just part of what you have to go to the get here. But it seems like some are able to get through it a little differently. Mm-hmm. But the key piece is what kept them together is your sense of community.
3: Community. And you built it brick by brick. Mm-hmm. Literally. Like, literally brick by brick because there were a lot of the masons mm-hmm. and those type of things. They had to take the jobs that naturally people didn't want to work. Mm -hmm. You know, hence today, you look at it, my family, Ian M. Mm -hmm. O'Hara, electricians, you have O'Neill Plumbing and Heating, Um, you have some investment bankers. I mean, Mm -hmm. we have all sorts of life. We have people in government, we have people um, that are just your everyday mom and dad, too. So So do you guys
1: have, like, a big family reunion, like... Hundreds of people show up.
3: We did. We about um, seven years ago was the 80th reunion for the Franco Harris Association. So the 80th reunion of the Franco Harris Association itself. Uh, with that being said, I believe we have 88 first cousins that made it there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> to the O'Hara name underneath Francis and Louise O'Hara, my grandfather was born to 17 brothers and sisters. He had two mothers. The first mother died, uh-huh. and then the father was remarried and had a second brother, um, second mother yeah. uh, with that. Um, and from there, um, there was a lot of people who learned to take care of each other. Mm. You learned how to cook. You learned how to clean. I mean,
1: everybody it, chipped in.
3: Everyone chipped
0: yeah. in. You haven't discovered any fake O'Haras that were trying to worm their way into <laughs> the family, just to be part of this thing.
3: You know, we we could we could have them there, but you know, we would take that as a as a as a as a sense of thankful and more as a as a compliment if they'd like yeah. to come yeah. in. There's, to there's no litmus of. test. There's no Prove litmus to us test that you're an O'Hara. Yeah, and everyone who comes to the St. Patty's Day parade in West Orange and visits us, they are. An honorary O'Connor that day. They're 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 always welcome to come march with us. They're welcome to end of the parade. We're at Our Lady of the Lords Church underneath mm-hmm. in O'Connor Hall. Mm-hmm. We partner up with the Emerald Society. We have an annual golf outing. It's our fifth annual golf outing that's coming up. Uh, we actually have. Brought one of our cousins, speaking of that, one of our cousins is playing for the University of Louisville from Ireland, and he's the um, one of the, the top three golfers on the team. No kidding. And he will be wearing the O'Hara crested shirts that we sent them from our past golf outings.
1: So you have a family crest.
3: Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. It's on that jacket that I actually wore too. right there.
1: So tell me real quickly, what is a family crest? About what, is, what so does it represent? Family, so we'll, take crest... a, we'll take a picture and post it online. Yeah,
3: I think sure. actually it's on one yeah. of your. Yeah, it's probably kids on, on the banners and know. stuff like yeah. that. It's oh, a yeah. lion, basically between the green and the gold, mm-hmm. and the green and the gold are part of the lion. Will have its its um, its fists up, basically. Don't tread on us, uh-huh. and or we're fighting for what we have, but we're much like Mark. We Go come in like a lion and not like a lamb because mm-hmm. we're much worse than our part. We'd rather hug you yeah. than hit you. But lions
0: uh, are also very protective of their families. So it's yes, courageous, they're,
1: they're regal. That's, that's why it's called the pride. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very fa- it's almost like Game of Thrones, but like not, because it's yeah. Irish. Yep. Um, and you got your flag and your crest. And is that, at everybody who's born in this family, do they get that? Is there some kind of ceremony? So
3: when we get part of the Franco-Hare Association, you mm-hmm. be part of, of, yes, you get bonded with your with your family, mm-hmm. uh, Crest. Uh, some people call them Tartans from mm-hmm. the... from the skirt the
1: when, they, when they bond you like that? Oh, uh, there's theirs? no... No, yeah, there's no, 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 <laughs> no tattoos. Branding. No, no branding. No, no branding. <laughs> yeah, no thank you, sir. I have another. <laughs> yep.
3: Um, and we were guilted to have that type of branding and or tattoos as kids as well. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Yep. Yeah, so I don't yeah. I don't have any tattoos it's or anything. It's become there. a lot
0: more civil yes. these days. Yeah. And if I
3: were to wear an earring when I was a kid, my dad said that I better be accompanied by a skirt. Mm. So so are you are you
0: ever concerned? <laughs> I, I caught that. <laughs> Only when I play yeah. the bagpipe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if and if you're a true I hear if you're a true Irish or Scotsman, there's, there's nothing underneath. That's
3: correct, because that's yeah. where your horn is.
0: Yeah. Literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: Yeah. That's what the kids are calling
1: it these days. It's all right? about the horn. Yeah. You gotta play with your horn.
0: And pause, pregnantly, and we move on.
1: <laughs> the green. Yep. Right? What is it about the green? I mean, it is like in Chicago yesterday, they made the, you know, the the river green. Mm-hmm. Everybody wears green. And I'm curious if you can help give me some deep meaning in that, because I've always really wanted to know and talk with an authentic Irish person. What is green?
3: So the green, the emerald green. So when mm-hmm. you go to Ireland, you fly into Ireland, all you see is green. Mm-hmm. right and there wasn't your your major metropolises mm-hmm. even today you, you go, go along the side so it's the emerald color of the green it's a peaceful thing and mm-hmm. it's really more for the land you mm-hmm. back to the land because you know back then the irish again they didn't have the culture they were mm-hmm. farmers they were fishermen um and that kept them kept them home so they took the green color because I think everything else was taken as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know the flag
1: also has orange on it, so I was kind of curious to see that the focus of the green.
3: Yeah, so the green there is really from the, the, the freedom piece. You have the white there for for um, prosperity and peace. And then you have the orange mm-hmm. that's within it, you know, is for, for the Catholic side of things. Okay. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it could be considered where things are... Protestant, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And uh-huh. it, it got switched. Mm-hmm. So now the difference between the red in mm-hmm. the Italian flag and mm-hmm. the orange in gotcha. the um, um, Irish flag, because gotcha. there is a Protestant half of the Irish. Yeah. Side. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah. 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 And so, just want to get. So what what I found it's it's interesting. And so this the green becomes your symbol. Yep. Right. Um, because
3: your color, you have blue eyes. looks little bit you know, green. <laughs> no, mm-hmm.
1: but has there been an element of you know um, commercialization? That's kind of almost taken away from the uniqueness and spirituality of what it really is. And do you sometimes like that's? It's not about drinking green beer and eating green bagels, and it's really so much more. We get lost in that whole dressing up like a leper. Yeah, yes,
3: I think. If we do that then we take ourselves a little too serious because the fact they're celebrating something. So if mm-hmm. we can't be as humble enough to say it's green, right. right, and, the, and the, the oceans and the things like that, I look at it as an honor for All it right. to be green. Mm-hmm. I would never go the other side. Uh, of that, I'm, I'm too humble. But more importantly, I think I'm just happy that they're even recognizing us. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah, and making it kind of a national holiday. A national even if you're holiday. not Catholic, uh, yeah, or, or Irish people celebrate St. Patrick's Day.
3: Yeah, yeah, everyone's Irish that day, yeah. right? Yeah. So with with that, you know, it, it goes back to the wearing of the green yeah. and the spreading of it and stuff like that. It seems to be a pretty peaceful and cheering. But,
1: but why pinch somebody for not wearing green? Why pinch somebody? If they're not wearing green. Randy is uh, all up in arms about this because he's been getting pinched quite a bit, Well, and it hurts. I I don't look good in green. Yeah, you don't have a lot of green. I don't have a lot of yeah. green. I did. I looked for you. I mean, you have yeah. green uh, socks. the green, the green so, socks. And the again, s- these are stereotypical, like, you know, leprechaun socks. The no big, these are
3: for this green sweater from the Lorne Castle. Yeah, the, I
1: mean, yeah. it's legit. And so it, when I was growing up, you know, my mom didn't buy me green. I'm like, yeah. Mom, just nothing. And they come up to me, and I did pinch me. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Is that you just...
3: Know, it's just, you know, get your attention a little bit. You okay, got my attention. Yeah, get your attention a little bit, you uh-huh. know, too. Um, but, you know, again, we'd find a way. And, again, to be um, going back to, to, to the humbleness, mm-hmm. you know, you had everyone pitching in. Mm-hmm. The green was there. Um, you know, the pinching. You know, that, that maybe those are the people <laughs> that are a little bit of getting back. <laughs> getting get back. And yeah, <laughs> the
1: moonshine. Yeah, yeah the
0: moonshine. So you've been to Ireland. Yes, right. A few times. No, just just once in my life. Just one time. Yeah. All right. So for those who've always dreamed of going to Ireland, you know, based on your own reflections, what should they do? Where should they go? What What really? Um, enamored you about the, the country?
3: The first thing you want to do is you definitely want to find where your people are from, right? <laughs> and that's what they're called, your people, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all going to be your people. And then it's your clan. And you go back and you do a little history on where it's from. And there's usually going to be a church. And at that church, there's probably going to be a little historian. And at that historian, there's going to be a little bit of um, a,
0: a, so like record-keeping?
3: A record-keeping of who that was in that town. Oh, okay. And they love to have... You know old artifacts and stuff like that, so you can find out where your family was mm-hmm. from. They might, you know, there might be a shop or something there today, but they'll show you where your old mm. house might have been. Um, and they keep a lot of these records because it's it's true and dear to them. You might see and hear too, you know, that the uh, the roads are are pretty tough to drive upon, and that's by demand you don't have a lot of drinking and driving mm. accidents there right there's so they always
1: a lot of uh, stumbling and walking and falling and walking
3: so they, they always do a thing the church would say one for the ditch you know they're going to have it for the, they're going to do the last cheers for the ditch that's because they're going to get drunk enough to fall in the ditch and not feel it or they're actually blessing the ditch, ditch. <laughs> so they do not fall in well, that ditch.
1: <laughs> so what do you think if your grandfather was be, you know be around today i'd imagine what would he say over the development the growth of where he first came to West Orange and the parade to what is happening now.
3: He's a very humble man. He would say it's way too much. He'd be very, very. <laughs> he'd be very, very proud. He'd most importantly want to know. The O'Hara clan marching up the street. Were they the best dressed? Were they, were they in the best line? Did they say yes or no, sir. Were they on time? And on time is fifteen minutes. It's early. early. Yep.
0: On time is late. Yes. Early on is on is time. Is yes. Yeah. So
3: that's what he would have been most. Uh, so he would have said, "This is not what I had in this mind." This is this is wow. This is even yeah. well, What's it? What's it about? Yeah. You know, and giving back to those to those less fortunate that really mm-hmm. need us.
0: So, getting back to the girls. Thirteen and two. Yeah. I have to imagine what you do with a thirteen year old is quite different than what you do as a two. So as as a dad, you know, how, how is that a challenge for you or is it I'll tell you, look you to?
3: I grew up in an Irish Catholic family as well. we're talking about. I grew up with a single dad, total lion, who was in the military. My father, unfortunately, my mother, um, was, you know, sick when I was a kid and had a mental institution. So I learned at a young age, you know, to respect women. And didn't have them around very much, but um, respected them. My aunts were the ones that stepped up, my grandmothers. I learned how to cook and clean probably about five or six years old. I learned how to um, really fold laundry, iron, stuff like that, about seven, eight. <clears throat> and that was through all the women that were in my family. So truth be told, I feel having two daughters really rounded me out and made me such a uh, a better husband and or father and or person, because now I'm in touch with my feminine side, mm, where I was okay. such a guy. Yeah, Quick one. My second date w- with my wife today, Tracy, God bless her for this. I'll give you a quick story on it. It's one of the greatest things ever it was the 1996 Game 6 World Series. Um, my wife made it there by the home run in the first inning. Her brother, Kevin... So that the, the, the thing, the gist was this. I had an extra ticket. One of our friends couldn't come. I met this girl. I liked her. I said, hey, would you like to go to a, a Yankee game? She said, sure. I gave her a ticket. She didn't realize that it was a World Series ticket. She told her brother. Her brother was like, you're going to a World Series game? I'll take the ticket. He drove her into Yankee Stadium <laughs> because there was no way to get into it. She walked 11 blocks to get to the game because I was already inside. She found us at the seats. So my friend turned to me and said, that's a keeper. That's a yeah. keeper. <laughs> yeah, that one up. I'm not throwing that one back. No, <laughs> no, you should, should write yeah. books about this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so she it's actually it's... got a high-five from Wade Boggs on the hey. whole thing when he's riding the, the horse, horse around. Yeah, That oh, whole yeah. horse scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. she that got a high-five. Cool. I caught a ball from Paul O'Neill, gave it to her. We still have that ball. Oh, so from... you
0: right were in right field? Cause cause we were in right field. Because I remember Boggs rode around the outfield.
1: Now it's Judge's Court. It's uh Judge's Chambers, right? Judge's Chambers. Very cool. Great Yeah. And
3: so I... I took that... Let me take it one further. (laughs) My my mother-in-law is at Berkeley College. And my mother-in-law found all of these... So my parents have both passed away. And when Mm -hmm. I was... The kid, I was by myself for a couple of years, and I threw a bunch of stuff into a storage unit, and I was actually throwing stuff out. My mother-in-law and my wife today went through all this stuff. They found my draft letter. They put it together. So every Christmas going now, my mother-in-law gives me some memorabilia that she it's found. So cool. Yeah, so I have a, my draft letter. I, I actually have a picture of it and stuff. I have my different things that she found that I was going to throw out and or being just a, a nothing. You were going to throw out your draft letter. I didn't know where it was, truly. and It was in a box and stuff. Cause well, I, see,
0: the mother-in-law's a keeper, too. Absolutely. Yeah. And
3: they put this stuff on it for me. So now... Let's fast forward. That ticket I used to carry in my my wife's ticket that I gave her. I used to carry it in my wallet oh, because yeah. baseball players are not superstitious. <laughs> no. <so laughs> yeah, <long laughs> oh, that, that sucker's not going yeah. anywhere. So wearing so the same I used underwear. I I'm Don't I used to carry it in off. There For good luck. Yes. And I went to opening day at the new baseball stadium. So my mother in law brought me to that game, the first game played at the new stadium. Yeah. I went to opening day. It snowed. Mm-hmm. As a um, as a, a precursor at the game, the Yankees said to all the, the members who made it to this opening day, your ticket stub is good to the Nets game tonight. You can mm-hmm. go turn yes, in yeah. and get into the free Nets game. Sure enough, I go. And who am I sitting in front of but George Steinbrenner <laughs> and um, the stick, Gene Michaels. Uh-huh. I have to, at this point, go up to them uh-huh. and get this ticket signed. signed yep. And I do. Good and I have you. it signed today in the memorabilia good with my oh, draft letter. Terrific. My mother-in-law put it in. Yeah. Uh,
1: So... So, Pat, real quickly, as we're coming to the end, uh, first of all, incredible stories. I love love what we do. I love being bad to the dad.
3: Yeah. This is by far the best thing (laughs) that I've done in a long, long time. Anyone who hasn't listened to this show or... Is thinking about it. they should try to reach out to Adam and, and Coach Na- uh, Randy and and see if they can get on at some point because I think the lines are this is great. That's right. It's we'll so, so about storytelling.
0: It and, is. You know, Randy and I, we we know what we don't know. Yeah, and, and that's a lot.
1: We know we don't know a lot. Yeah, but you
0: know, I think there's so many really interesting people within like a twenty mile radius Everybody of where, where we story. live. Everybody has a story. Everybody's a story. They may not be world famous, and don't I have think to that's be. that's. Probably the allure of the guests of well, our that's show. That's what they say too. Is yeah. the, you know,
3: but the Irish though, it's James Joyce. We are the best. The gift of gab. So we are the yeah. best storytellers. Well, and we, we do great. embellish a little bit. you have and to. That, yeah, 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 yeah that's but, what
1: makes us. more. That's, we sure. certainly. If yeah, you listen we know la- a little bit about If you listened last week, you would have learned about the loofah. And yeah. so I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. just saying. Um, <laughs> little little plug for episode episode seven and episode three. That's right. So real quick, we always like to ask dads who are bad to the dad. Some kind of a fatherly advice yep. that you might have out there that you've gained in being a, a bad of the dad father. I mean, you have a 13 and a 2, so... Say this is... to your kids. Yeah.
3: Because it sinks into me today what my father used to say to me. I forgot more than you'll ever know. <laughs> it's true. So anything that your kid's going to do, we've yeah. done it 10 times. Yes. yeah, And all that stuff. And I never knew what that meant until I became a dad. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's probably the best thing I can give to other fathers and parents mm-hmm. is... Tell your kids, we forgot more than you'll ever know. And it's true, because you remember your days when you tried to do that, yeah. mm-hmm. and your punishments and things like that. So maybe you'll be a little lenient. Maybe you'll be a little bit more understanding yeah. that the, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree.
0: Yeah. yeah. And the trying something different is becomes so different nowadays, And it becomes different. Right? Yeah. And, 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 your you know, tomfoolery, your shenanigans are very different than maybe Hope's and you know, my daughter Perry's shenanigans. Yes. But shenanigans are shenanigans. Pat O'Hara, thank you so much for being on Bad to the Dead.
1: What right. a great Irish lore, experience, mythology stories! Uh, I wish I knew then what I know now about you because fascinating stories. Yeah, but I now I know them, yeah, and uh, we'll share them with everybody I know. Pat O'Hara, fantastic Bad to the Dead. Thanks Thank for being you so here. much, guys. Thanks I appreciate so much. It.
3: Well, we're going to enjoy some Irish soda bread that I brought. Oh, as I can't well. wait to dig into this. We we're wanted to, to
1: wait that. till the
0: interview was over, but uh, now we're going to do some chow hounding. This is Bad to the Dead. Download us wherever you find
2: podcasts in Mullingar that night I rested limbs so weary started by daylight me spirits bright and he took a drop of the pure keep me heart from sinking. that's the paddy's cure whenever he's on for drinking Just see the lassie smile laughing all the while at me curious touch was set your heart to bubbling and asked if I was hard wages I required till I was nearly tired of the rocky road to Dublin one two three four five Hut the hair and turn her down the rocky road all the way to Dublin whack full ollie rah.
0: we're bad to the the dad, with Coach Randy and Adam D. He's Coach Randy. I'm um, Adam D. I want to thank our guest Pat O'Hara. I have to tell you, I knew quite a bit about Ireland before we oh, I, got into the show. I, oh my gosh! But uh, my my Irish was probably limited to eating like a bowl of Lucky
1: Charms. I would probably like, like shepherd's pie. Mm. Was Some people even say that's that's English. Too. Yeah, there's you a know, big big debate. Over you know, that. and uh, I'm not a big whiskey fan, so I never mm-hmm. really drank right. Irish whiskey unless yeah. I drank Bailey's Irish. cream, Cream. which which I I happen to love and a a cup of coffee. But it's It's, not real uh, Irish and I can't stand Guinness, but other than that it was actually very you, fun. we learned
0: a lot. You know what's amazing is if life is long enough, you can have like a Forrest Gump life. Here's what I mean. <laughs> I'm not saying that Pat's intelligence level was like Forrest Gump. I'm saying that the breadth of what he's been involved in, so between his family mm-hmm. being involved with all of these St. Patrick's Day parades Correct. in Newark and West Orange, Correct. the minor league baseball. Yep. Uh, one thing we didn't talk about is he is a director of golf operations at a oh, local country club. That's right. And that that's one that's of his That's over fresh month yep. right? Yep. And he, of course he's the uh, the, the husband to Tracy and the dad of a 13 year old daughter oh, and a 2 year old daughter da- same woman yes so with the same woman yes so if uh, like I said if you live long enough you can do amazing things and also educate other people on all of these things and how about people? his advice yeah he di- he didn't waver he just went boom and it, it was funny. He said that, short and sweet, yeah. after saying, well, you know, we Irish have the gift of gab. Yes. But his advice his was right there on quick and pokey.
1: Yep. Quick and pokey. Um, and I think this is really remarkable. I know we're, it's slow to go. We're picking steam up. Uh, we're hopefully going to get some stars. But for me, I'm learning so much about everybody has a story. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who you are. And it doesn't it, matter who you are. And it's exciting, and our time flies. And I can tell when our guests are in here, they're engaged. They're like really they start to reflect on hey things are pretty good well, they say
0: things like thank you for doing this thank yeah. you for having me i didn't think i was that interesting mm-hmm. and it's like i'm just a regular guy but i i love talking with mm-hmm. you and having these conversations about my background and reliving absolutely some of these moments where things just
1: sort of kicked up mm-hmm. and steamrolled from there and that's why i love the fact that this, our idea of bad to the dad doesn't just happen. There's these life experiences you bring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I loved his passion for baseball and the fact that he played for the Yankees and now with his daughter Hope. Sharing uh, those experiences, those moments. And then you have that whole history of parades and the Irish immigration coming in and and and, and that whole piece that he's grown up with. And uh, it's really exciting. I feel very blessed mm. to, uh, to meet these guys. So before we talk about next week's guest, I just want to thank all of the Instagram
0: followers. Hey, there you go. Now, we have 124 actual followers. We had a lot of likes, but we got yeah. 124 actual followers. That, That's nice. That may not sound like a lot. We had
1: zero a few weeks
0: ago. We had zero a few weeks ago. We've only been at this, what, eight weeks? Eight weeks. So eight weeks to get 124. All and right. I think the more variety we provide... Mm-hmm. You know, perhaps the more our community grows yes. on the Instagram nation. Creating a bad-to-the-dad movement, a national movement. Next week, I'm in my element. Well, okay. Because, as you know, Selection Sunday is uh, is Sunday. It's, hap- it's, happening. it's happening.
1: Yeah. It's happening, The right? teams
0: are being chosen. Yeah. And I used to take the first two days off of the tournament from work I, because I would just be pegged to the television,
1: watching. Well, as all a matter of fact, games. first of all, happy birthday! That was a great, oh, thank you. a great party last yeah, night. Uh, we were sitting watching a, mm-hmm. a couple of games, and Gary was sitting next to me, and he, he like a lot of guys when it comes to March Madness, he's got those two days off, mm-hmm. and you just you just plop yourself down and you just watch. Thirty-two games. It's, just, it's something great to be invested in. That's yeah. completely
0: frivolous, but I think mm-hmm. it really brings mm-hmm. it brings alumni together, mm-hmm. and it, it brings guys mm-hmm. together, and it's a really good time. So next week we're going to be doing March Dadness. Yes, March Dadness, and we're going to have Derek Canada on. And, and that and, uh, I love. I love Derek. I, I played basketball with him, mm-hmm. and he is a former Harlem Globe Trotter so who cool. also played his college basketball at Iona College. You know the old joke about Iona College mm. was. Um, Uh, You know, Valvano. Yes. You know Valvano, the uh, former coach from NC State, who unfortunately died way too young of cancer. yes. His first head coaching job Uh was at Iona Iona. College. Uh, So he'd go to parties and he'd say, hey, uh, you know, I'm Coach Valvano from Iona College. And they'd say, aren't you a little young to be owning a college? Iona College. (laughs) Iona College. Yeah. So uh, may uh, Coach Valvano uh, rest in peace. But we are going to celebrate his game, the great game of basketball. basketball. Talk a little bit about college basketball and talk with Derek about his experiences on the road with the clown princes of basketball, the Harlem Globetrotters. Alright, he's bad to the dad. And we are bad to the dad. Thanks, dads. Have a great week. Have a good week.